And I'm like, John. And he's like, oh, I need something to drink, bro. And I stood him up and he ate a, like a half a banana and he drank like this flat Pepsi I had. He drank like half of this flat Pepsi. Right. And, and I hear the judge going, uh, competitor, you know, competitor 62, are you going to return to the stage? Right. And I put, turn him around and I push him <laughs> onto the stage. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 55 of It's Just Bodybuilding. Dusty Hanshaw, Big Ron Parlow. You know the deal. Coach's Corner, Instagram questions coming right up. So, Dusty, aside from uh, like, share, subscribe, and comment. Which, by the way, our viewers killed it last week. Yeah, they killed it. You guys were awesome. You dominated and crushed the YouTube algorithms. I felt like YouTube was calling me, minus Mm -hmm. the whole guy that was complaining about me thinking that COVID's bullshit. But whatever. He can keep watching. I didn't read any of it. I didn't read any of it. I didn't block him. I just disagreed. I liked it. Did you see how Jay came out to play? On the comments. I did. I did. That was, it, it's good to see that he's not afraid to say fuck off still. That's cool. You mad bra. <laughs> you know, you know, sayings come and go. Like yeah. they come into fashion. They, they can stay. <laughs> but when you're Jay Cutler, like you mad bra, like it's so, it's so his era. And, and it just, it's almost a caricature phrase that he could use forever. You mad bra. You yeah, could see Jay. He- he does that and he dabs and then he walks away. And this will be in 2030. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry, man. Young to even, I'm too old to even say that, but whatever. That's it's so fine. Fun. I know. I got, I got uh, man, I got a lot going on and I got a lot of questions. And we had a show last week. A good yeah. fucking show last week. Yeah, we had a great show. Congratulations to Ian um, for, you know, I know he was super disappointed with, you know how things went at the at the actual Tampa Pro. At the last Tampa, <laughs> at the first Tampa, his first visit to Tampa. I wonder if he got all superstitious. Did he get like the same hotel room and everything, or did he like? I think he would get a different one. Wouldn't different he? one, right? You know, have to like don't give me eight seventy six. That yeah. fucking sucked. Right, right, right. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, he came out and he sure had to earn a win. It was a great show and congratulations. He looked fucking nuts and uh, I mean, wow. I mean, didn't you so? You picked the correct top three, didn't you, on Fuad's show? Uh, no, I missed Justin. Ian, John? I missed Justin. Oh, you missed Justin. Okay. Yeah, I missed Justin. Um, which, Rodriguez, right? Yeah, which was a mistake in hindsight. It's looking at him yeah. on page. You know what's weird? It, it, I, in my brain, he's like still a new guy that, that's consistently in the top five every time he competes, and I just don't seem to recall how freaking good he well, is. You know who he reminds me every time he hits a shot? Hits his front double. I'm like, oh, Victor Martinez. Yes, Victor Martinez. <laughs> It's like he's 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 got a Victor Martinez quality to his physique that is, uh, I mean, man, um, like, you know, some guys have a physique and you're like, ah, I could see a lot of people wanting to look like that. Oh, for sure. Like that's that's the type of physique he has, you know, just uh, so it's tons of tons of room to move up on him. What do you think he weighs? That's the thing is I guarantee you it's lighter than I would guess. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, probably. I mean, he would say 240. So, yeah, probably 230. 40? Okay. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Like, how, you got to have the 10 pound add on that, that everybody right, does. Right, you know, right. We're also an inch shorter. Um, yeah. yeah. 
This is the only sport where you go down an inch and up 10 pounds. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I was really impressed with him. Um, I thought one thing that I despise, and it's funny because we had just talked about this last week, was the amount of people judging from Instagram that are just oh, so certain that they know what they what should have oh. happened. And it's I, I just reached out to Aceto. I shot him a text. I'm like, hey, what is happening? Because the callouts were interesting, and that's what threw me off was the callouts. Yeah, they had the picture. I ignore the pictures because I know I don't know what I'm looking at. I looked at the callouts, and I know who's judging. Um, and I mean, Ooh. Steve and I are usually pretty. Uh, I pretty much agree with him. He's an old school kind of dude, so uh, I'm sure he was head judging that show. And I'm watching the callouts. I'm like, it's a lot of movement. I mean, are these guys fading and getting better during pre-judging? What's happening? You know what I mean? Yeah, there was a, there was a lot going on because, um, I mean, didn't didn't Antoine look like he was going to be a little bit higher there for a while? I can't. Yeah, remember well, he started he started out in the he was in the first call out on the end. Yeah. Um, but you know what it is is uh, Antoine's a prime example. Now I didn't see it in person, but I know from watching coming in, he looked like he would need to be a little more full. So I yeah. would guess, based on me saying that in the first call out, I'm assuming he probably faded a little more as the posing went on. You know what I mean? Right. Right. He posted some hotel room shots that were bonkers. Yeah, but I think yeah. it's also one of those things where, like, if you're guys don't realize, if you're a little flat. And then you, he lost some of his, like, holy shit, being a little flat. And yeah. then everyone else was so fucking big. I mean, even he was like, these guys are huge, yeah. you know. But, um, uh, but he brought yeah. it. I mean, it's just, I think, uh, you know, a little heavier eating or, or a big thing, I would probably guess without seeing anything, it would be a little more water. And I bet you he'd have been bigger. Uh, yeah, so the, that's what, even what Palumbo said. I kind of listened to Palumbo's breakdown. It was like automatically played after my rogan ended <laughs> a good job you, finishing a rogan congratulations yeah yeah yeah. you know <laughs> youtube knows to either throw on rogan or something with bodybuilding in the title right um so uh he, he was just saying he thought maybe it was like a little bit of a hydration issue so Makes you know sense. quit drinking yeah. too long or something like that now who, who wound up fourth that was your third place pick wasn't it uh yeah fourth was was that um that was Mustafa. Yes. Or, uh, yeah. 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 Mustafa. Yeah. Yeah. And he looked awesome. The only thing that I, again, pictures. So nobody hate on me. Um, I feel like his, his amount of muscle shows, but his structure shows against those guys as well. Right. Because he's narrow in comparison. He's just he's so much muscle. But like on a rear lat spread, you Ian is huge. Yeah. On a shot like that. You know what I mean? It's because his shoulders. Ian reminds me of a structure of like a cutler as far as his shoulders are so wide. So, uh, I think I mean? there's a lot. I think there's a, 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 a real Dennis Wolf quality to Ian. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no. I yeah. yeah, he has a Dennis Wolf quality to me. He's, you know, not quite as tall. Uh, mm -hmm. So he's not quite as big of a guy. Right. But he's still overwhelmingly big in the front lat spread. A, a guy who's a guy who's huge in the front lat spread. Mm -hmm. That is, it's like one of those. There's like a few things that like plant in the judge's brain you know what i mean well he so, looks i mean he does I, yeah. who, no one in that line was beating him in the front last bread no because he's got the legs for it too right so yeah and the waist yeah, and the, that's yeah <laughs> the whole thing like he's got that going on so yeah um but that mustafa guy so 
uh, Aceto FaceTimed me on mm-hmm. like the day before the show. Right. And uh, he just said, uh, he just said, Mustafa is off the charts. <laughs> and he just said that they just went for like a pump workout. And oh, I saw like, some of the video from that. And he's like, he, he's so thick he can hardly move. He said he looks like, he, he said he's got like a Phil Heath 3D-ness to him that is just like, uh, you know, he just can't wait to see him on stage. Right. And and said he was a real threat. Right. And uh, obviously, I mean, fuck. I mean, I saw the pictures. They're just nuts. Yeah, I kind of felt dumb because after prejudging, actually I posted because someone tagged me in something. I had him in fifth after prejudging. Or I'm, I'm sorry, before the show. And right. then watching prejudging, even with where they had him on stage, I was like, oh, he's like one, two. <laughs> You know, like, again, I I try when you're only getting pictures, you don't know what the order is of when these pictures took place. Yeah. So I'm just looking at him. I'm going, okay, he's one, two, three right in there. So I was way the fuck off. So I was only a little off by the end. That made me happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, you, 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 uh, what? I had Patrick in there too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Patrick. And then Patrick was fifth, right? Yeah. Fifth or sixth. I can't remember. Yeah. 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 I think so. And he's another one. I mean, he's just, he's just time. I think the only thing I would have, you know, uh, I hope that he shuts it down. Uh, I, I think he should do the Arnold. Yeah, that would be smart. I agree with that. Yeah, because you know what I mean? if he shuts it down, like, I mean, I guess he could do the cow because it's a week. Um, but I think the danger is then he goes and wins somehow. And now he's going to want to do the Olympia. And I think that would be a mistake. So I really think right. you just shut it down now because you're not going to, you're not going to get, like Fuad had said that before, because he skipped the Olympias. Like, don't skip an Olympia. If you get a qualification, you do it no matter what. Um, but I think for someone as, as young in his career, every day he's not going up is a mistake. Right. You know, because he's yeah. not a guy who's looking to squeak his way into winning these shows. He, he wants to win Arnold's and Olympias. Yeah. And, and I know that everyone immediately wants to jump on last year and say he was an Olympia guy. And now they all want to say he sucks. Um, he is an Olympia and an Arnold guy. He just needs time. Yeah. You know, yeah, going, no, he, going up. It was, it was a great show. It was a great show. Um, what did you think of Quentin? Uh, well, I've always thought he's awesome. So yeah. <laughs> like, he, he's one of those guys that I think, I don't know how he doesn't get more respect yet. But when he finally, when he, has some, time. when he has some time, he's going to be, these shows are going to be like, oh, he's winning. Like going he almost, I, I almost hope that he like, and this is like, he's a great guy, but I'm just kind of jokingly saying, I almost hope he doesn't get any respect for a while. Right. It, might, it might drive him to be like radically better. You know, like I don't want, cause he's so young, you know, like you think like, you know, as an old guy, I'm thinking back to when I was like as young as him. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm glad that I like, wasn't like thought I was too good at that time. You know what I mean? Right. No, you're you chasing want it. Him to, like chase it more. Yeah. Cause then it'll be crazy. Yeah. No, he, but I think especially in Canada, everyone knows, Yeah. you know, like it's, it's just like, I, cause it just from fall. It's funny. Cause I've started following more and more. His improvements know the sport. He's going to jump. He's going to leapfrog a lot of people that are ahead of him right now in the next year. Like, Oh Yeah. <laughs> Well, just from last, like the what the Toronto Pro, I think, was just my last memory of him, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. So from like the Toronto Pro to like how he looked coming into this show, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like big deal. 
And uh, I mean, if he does even half that next year, isn't he with Dorian? Yeah, yeah, he's out at Pure Muscle training yeah, out there, but, right? and he lives up there and does the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, like that little little uh, that little muscle muscle mansion bodybuilder oh, factory yeah, Dorian has going. Oh, they must they must have a lot of fun out there. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's uh, uh, there's you, you got the gym, you got the house, you know, all the hooligans. But I think also, like, I mean, think about you know people who were like. If I could go back, even at our level, like as good as everything was, if I was training and living in the same gym as you and all this shit, like I would have been better. Like, cause you're, yeah. you're on my, we're on the similar level. We're going for the same things. There's a respect there, but also, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I want you to do good, but I want to do better. <laughs> right. I know what you, mean. you know what I'm saying? So I think for all those guys, you know, he, like he and Antoine being in that, they're kind of in the same realm right now. Um, that's going to make them both better. Kind of like back in the day with uh, Cormier and, and uh, Flex. No, totally. You know totally. they were both better because they, they fucking trained with each other. They're flip-flopping placings. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's cool. I, uh, I think bodybuilding needs, like Arnold always said it, bodybuilding needs, you know, interesting characters. Right. And I, I, I see some, like, cool potential for the, the next, like, little while here I think right. we got a good group of guys you know and then and then we i i want to rewind a little bit and talk about like a veteran the guy who got second we kind of skipped Della rosa right i third. thought he looked was he third. third? oh yeah third yeah. third i thought he looked awesome yep like i, I just I, like we were saying how big he is like, everything fits with saying, john though there's nothing yeah. that's the thing i like about john is you can you can look at Ian and run him through the poses and say, well, he needs to bring X up um, to be better. You know what I'm saying? But think of every pose with Delarosa and think of a muscle that's missing. Yeah. No, I mean, there isn't one. (laughs) No, he looks good. He looks good. He's just got a great physique, man. I love seeing what he's the victim of, I believe though. Um, and, And I, and I, this is not a shot, but I would even want him to know this. I think John's a victim of, I've seen that before. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, you know, like I want everyone, including me, who's a fan and a friend, I want him to blow my mind a little bit. I want him to come out like, and, and don't get me wrong, like I'm not a believer that everyone should be sliced out of their heads. I think a lot of people lose something when they do that. But there needs to be something, because right now I think he's kind of fallen into that realm as good as he is, almost like Sean Ray, who's phenomenal, yeah. but you're like, yeah, but I've seen it. I know what you mean. Um, we have to. Uh, it was uh, Patrick Moore was six. It was Max Charles who was fifth. Ah, see, you fixed yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And I did have. I had Max in the in the mix too because I've I've always been a fan of of him. And I actually knew he and Milos seemed to have something put together. He like looked Max good, man. Nailed it the last because he did the Arnold with Milos too, and I felt he really got missed there. So my my only criticism of Max is I'm looking at his pictures right now. My only criticism is that sometimes even if he's peeled, his quads don't have a lot of separation. Mm-hmm. And and his quads were very separated at this show. Like, he was drying the legs. And he and, didn't uh, lose the size. Like, whatever no. Milos is doing, he, was, he kept he his leg good. size, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was like a, a real good Max Charles. He's just such a beast, too. Jesus, fuck. 
So, you know, <laughs> I've, had the, I've had the displeasure of competing with him a couple of times. It's cool when I see his name and they're like, well, I mean, I could get second maybe. Cool. <laughs> no, I just, yeah, just, yeah. Big, 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 huge guy, round muscle bellies and good shape. Yep. Yeah. He's you got know? the waistline and everything. So, too, so, so the bases are covered. You know what I'm saying? So we got some, uh, how many questions you got? I got a bunch. Got, got a bunch, bunch of questions. Yes. And I and I and I screwed up and only gave everybody an hour notice, so I'm I'm pretty stoked that uh, they hit us here. <laughs> I'm, I'm I got a ton. I got a ton. I'll oh, I'll good. fire one off for you to start. Go. Okay. Um. Do, 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 do. Oh yeah, this is a good one. Contest coming up. Contest. Let's have a contest question. Yes. Um. You know, I'll just sum it up. He's asking if your client doesn't have access to any kind of real diuretic like diazide, what would you do? So there you go. So, you know, most of us use some kind of diuretic in tiny amounts for shows. But yeah, if not necessary, if, um, if, if you don't have any diuretics. Yeah. So I actually just had this uh, just just. Go you know, all we ended up doing, I knew in advance he didn't have them. Uh, was water we, you water load to get the body used to obscene amounts of liquid, um, and then uh, one of my tricks uh, is actually a, a, is is two things. You've got the option of cardio hot, leading into uh, leading in the last couple of days. But my favorite is actually a uh, bathtub with uh, mint alcohol and sweating. Oh. I don't know if you've ever done that. Just sweat but, it out. Uh, so you literally, you, I put, put, I just, uh, my friend Jake Wilson, actually, this is, I got this one through him because we used to try to make uh 212 and he would be peeled at 225. Yeah. Yeah. And the diuretics, what was interesting was if he did too many diuretics, he would get flat. Right. So, uh, he put the, uh, alcohol in the water, hot ass tub, close the door, sit in there for 15 minutes, get the sweat going. And then when you get out, don't cool off. Just let it keep going. And I mean, very normal for us to drop that 12, 15 pounds in the last couple hours. Yeah, crazy. Um, and then once you pull it all out, you just don't put it back in. <laughs> it's a pretty simple process. Then it was eight ounces of fluid with each meal and just enough to uh, move the carbs and call it a day. You know, so simple. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of dandelion. Dandelion root. Diuretic. Ursi um, leaf. Yeah, there's, a, there's some good formulas out there. Um, but There's you do those a, longer run then, right? Then that's like a five, six yeah. day thing. Yeah, it depends. Even 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 Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you can get a pretty good effect. If the person's in good shape, you know, you, it's more noticeable just off right. the label label. Like just do the label dose for three days, and you can see a result. I've even I've even seen people like do dandelion for a few days, and they start cramping. Like so, that's definitely enough to alter your balance. And what do you, you know, do so you for your for your clients it. to avoid cramping? Use uh, magnesium and well, yeah. I mean, you have to keep calcium. electrolytes going in. Yeah, right? you have to keep electrolytes going in. So calcium magnesium supplement um, is a, a great idea. And um, usually, most people are never low on potassium, but yeah, especially because we eat, you know, a lot of like meat and yeah. A lot of people miss the miss the uh, the calcium and they go with the potassium. Yeah, so we're, we're most of us aren't deficient in potassium. There are some people that I've seen that started taking potassium and they like, oh, they felt better and looked better, like they had some kind of absorption issue. Um, but most people don't. 
Just keep your sodium in and you should be good. I really don't like to micromanage stuff that has too, like there's just too much going on. I like to just keep it the same, try not to change it, try not to upset your electrolytes too much to begin with. That's another thing. Like instead of like hammering yourself with diuretics and then like trying to fix things, it's like just don't hammer yourself with diuretics. Like that it's such a, such a random like there's such a random chance that you're going to actually look better when you just hammer your body with stuff like that. And then you fuck everything up and just really try not to fuck your electrolytes up to begin with. Right. One, I think the big thing is too, um, which you already nailed, but didn't push on was be in shape. Mm. (laughs) Like a lot of people confuse uh, the need for diuretics and water uh, because they're not in great shape. Yeah. I mean, if you see, if you see top guys in the gym, two weeks out, they look like they pulled their water already. Yeah. <clears throat> like the difference between what you look like, I mean, it's drastic because you're in such good shape that a little tweak goes a long way, but it's really not that nuts. You know yeah. what I mean? The amount of water. So if you're relying on a diuretic, if you're relying on your water pull, um, you're probably already fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny though. I, I remember, you know, everyone's, if you do enough shows, you'll have that one show. Where we had a radical water transformation. Yep, 2010 USA's. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so you know that there's always that one time. Like I remember I went into a show one time. I had no striations in my glutes at all. I thought, oh fuck. You know, here I am. My physique looked really good. Right. I had a full round pecs, and my back felt big, and my legs were round, and I was like just so happy with my physique, but my glutes weren't ripped, and I was so fucking stressed and i remember i took like i think i took like a big hit of diuretics i think i took like like a half full diazide <laughs> yeah i took no i took i took like i took like a half an aldactone uh-huh. and a full diazide right wild at the same time right <laughs> and uh and anybody I, who I, knows diuretics knows that we're being sarcastic <laughs> yeah no but that's what i took i took a 50 milligram 50 milligrams aldactone and a full diazide and went to bed was like pretty heavy hit for me yeah and um I, and I had some calf cramps in the middle of the night and i sipped a little bit of water and i pissed a ton and then i got up in the morning and looked in the mirror and my glutes were just fucking raked like, <laughs> like i just couldn't i had like the top ones going right into my ass crack and like just right i just couldn't fucking believe how good it worked <laughs> and then like and then that amount of diuretic Never worked again. It always fucking hammered. <laughs> like, yeah, but but you wouldn't even you wouldn't want to do that again unless you were that wow. far off. Exactly. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just like, <clears throat> and then I was like, oh my god, like I can't. And then I was like, all morning of the show, I was on like cloud nine, like fucking. I didn't even give a fuck. Like I'm like, oh my god, they could put me in tenth place. I look fucking awesome. Like I just couldn't even believe how. I, it was like you were just waiting to turn around. You're just waiting to turn around. The whole time. Yeah, no, I was just really, really happy with how that turned out. It was just, it was crazy. But that's remember, only, like, that's rare. That's rare. I've seen that with a couple of clients too. Like I remember having guys where you're like, oh fuck, this guy's just not quite. I want. I really thought he was gonna be there, and then like, take, you know, do the Friday night, like just one hit. Yep. Next morning, get morning pictures. You're like, oh, the legs are in. Like, right. the <laughs> fuck. But that, again, isn't normal. Yeah. You know? well, if we don't want that big swing, but I guess at the end of the day, 
if you're not there, then you got to swing for the fences because you're fucking think, your way. <laughs> yeah, I think some of it, too, is when you come into a show like pushing really, really, really hard too, like you think you're not quite ready and you're just fucking, fucking pushing, pushing. I think there's all the stress, too. So you've got like fake water on you that looks like like you've got you think you're fatter. You're actually right. Like, just stressed out and don't look as good, right. <laughs> you know, so there's more to pull. Yeah, that's you know? the magic of sleep right there, Ron. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. classic. All right, so okay. here's one. Uh, uh, and and uh, I have someone asking, are we going to do a Project Super Heavyweight 2? He says, uh, don't toy with my emotions. So do you remember Project Super Heavyweight back in the day with uh, what Dante put together? Yes. So essentially, for On those of you who don't board. know, but uh, – Justin Harris and Kuklo Steve, were the Steve. two main um, guys, a couple other, but essentially he had a thread going of just showing them advancing. Um, and it's something I've wanted to do. Uh, and in hindsight, I probably should have done uh, with, with a couple guys I have now. Um, but the problem is, is finding people crazy enough to follow through with this shit, like yeah. to actually continue to get better, you know? <laughs> Like, I mean, I don't think it's that a lot of guys realize, and I put up a, a post about this morning, is most most bodybuilders and people in general don't give anything 110% for an extended period of time. Right. It's a length of time required to mm-hmm. to do stuff like that. You yeah. Know? Would you would you say, I'm going to bring up a client of yours. Uh-huh. Um, Cole. Yeah. So how many years you help Cole for? God, three, three and a half. Yeah, I mean, it's been a minute. And he actually is exactly who I was thinking I should have. Well, he, he was a perfect, you know, he was already good. Um, yeah, but wasn't but, he but like. He was nowhere near where he is now. <laughs> no, he was like a big dude, you know, and then like he started working with you. And then next thing you know, he's deadlifting like six plates for reps. And then next thing you know, he's like 250. And then next thing you know, he's like, like, is that what happened? Like, I, like he's so. He's so good now that he went from like, you know, I would like to see him eventually be in a top five uh, to now it's like, well, not just a matter of time for he gets his pro card. Right. Like I wouldn't have guessed he was getting a pro card when we started, even though we had it mentally. Um, he has done things. I mean, like, for example, his front double is was transformed. Transformed. It was terrible. And uh, and he's just done every little thing. And that's that's those are the guys I wish I had to put those through because it's it's not the magic of of the DC training. It's not the magic of Dante or me. It's someone who was actually willing to do it every single day. I bet you Cole couldn't tell you the last time he missed a meal. No, I can tell. I mean, it's you can see it. You know. You so know? that that's the the secret. So yes, I would love to do it. Um, I'm just gonna need to know that I have some. And I've got a few guys right now that are young, that have blown my mind. So so yeah, that's not it's not asleep yet. Um. It would just be a matter of where to put it these days because uh, I've got a couple websites and things that, that are up. And I wouldn't want to just jam it on social media because I want people to actually follow that thing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's, right. I love social media because you can watch me bodybuilding. You can watch me train my dogs. But I want you to focus on this one. Like, this is what it would be all about, you know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got one for you. <clears throat> um. Favorite, so this one's really easy for me to answer. Uh, favorite up and coming pro physique. Okay, what's yours? Well, up and coming to me means like new. Right. But he says pro, so they already have to be pro. So I say Hunter Labrada. 
Valid. But he won a show, so does that mean he's not up and coming anymore? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, is he already here? Is he arrived? <laughs> like, is it not up and coming? If if it's not, then I guess I'll say like I guess I'll say Quentin. Right. Because of the crazy, just the crazy structure is just mind-boggling. But yeah, so I'd say Hunter essentially mm-hmm. is my answer. Yeah, no, Hunter's phenomenal. Um, I, I guess uh, I'm gonna go back against my own stupidity from last weekend and say that uh, Justin, that Justin is, there you go. is he's that good. Yeah, yeah. You know, there you go. Great and, and answer. I, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see him blanging away. Okay. Go ahead. Yes, I got a few here. Boom. I, my damn thing, I had to remember to stop locking those. Ah, when did you first compete, and do you have any stories about it? Any advice for your first competition? This is a good one. I like this. So I first competed. So I always tell everyone my first show was in 97, mm-hmm. right? The Northern Northern Alberta. So it's the first show I did where I was like, okay, I'm going to go start trying to win like a pro card right but i actually did a like a little local show when i was in high school mm-hmm. and um i don't like like honestly like forget about it sometimes but anyways i you know did a little mini diet and all that i've, I've mentioned it um so yeah um but as far as advice on competing i mean go watch some shows know what you're getting yourself into i I, um, I mean, I'll help anybody for a show, but when I, I get someone who's like, oh, I've never been to a show. I'm like, okay, you've never been to a show and you want to do one. Like, I just, you have to make sure that that you know what you're doing because I've seen people run into some problems with that. They're just so unprepared for what actually goes on mm-hmm. at a show. Right. And you could, I mean, with you know the glory of the internet now, you you can watch enough videos and you could educate yourself right there's all sorts of backstage videos and there's all sorts of behind the scenes videos and all sorts of stage footage and prejudgings from every fucking show ever and it's all right at your fingertips so you you need to watch that stuff and fucking educate yourself because i i can't imagine going to a show and just not knowing like oh we gotta put a number on like right like oh it goes on the that side Oh, mm-hmm. oh, there's tape on the floor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there. Like, it's how every do I know little. To, how do I know who tans me? How do I? Yeah. Yeah. So, and the reason I think that that's important is because I think that you don't want any surprises. Right. Like, you just do not want, like, I don't know, that's just how I think. If I'm going to invest my time into something to do my very best, mm-hmm. I want to also educate myself on what's coming for me. Right. Right. Oh, there's people back here with rubber gloves on that are putting my oil on for me. Oh, woo. like, yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure out how I was going to do that on my own. <laughs> and trust me, you guys have it so fucking easy now. It's a joke. Yeah. We, like, we used to have to do, do each other's or yeah, pay somebody I did the hotel, the hotel bathtub pro 10 fucking marathon. Yep. And um, you guys don't have to do all that shit. It's right there. But fucking educate yourself like um you just really need to know what's going on. Oh, I'm, they're going to make me stand at the back line for a while, and then they're going to call me forward. Yes, and oh, I shouldn't let my gut, like all that stuff. And and before I, before I did my first show, the 97 Northerns, before I did that show, I had attended national-level shows in Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. I had been backstage 
helping my training partner win the Australian Nationals. I did his tan for him. I held his water bottle. I caught him when he fucking passed out. I gave him, <laughs> I gave him a banana. I pushed him back on stage. That's, did I ever tell you that story? No, and you have to right now. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna. You know what? This is perfect. This is the. Uh, I'll tell it quick. 97 Australian Nationals. John Davies there. He's a fucking beast. He's like 260 fucking pounds with striated glutes, and we know he's gonna win. Like he's. We are going to Melbourne or Sydney. We're going to Sydney to destroy Nationals. Like it's fucking on. Right. And we go there, and we're in the hotel, and I'm hyped, and he's there with his his girl, and he's hyped, and very calm. And we we go to the show, and I'm his backstage guy. And right. I'm like so lucky to be a back. I'm like backstage at the biggest show I've ever been to. Right. And uh, I'm doing his pro tan and I'm fucking his dream tan. I'm doing his dream oh, tan. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I'm holding his water bottle and helping him out. And I'm standing off the side of the stage and he's on stage doing call outs with all this, with all the heavyweights because there's no supers yet. Yeah, I was going to say, you better explain that one. <laughs> doing uh, call outs with all the heavyweights and they're grinding him pretty hard. And, uh, he actually just turns and just he's obviously first call out. He's they go through a few rounds and he just turns and walks off towards me. And I'm like, oh, and he's coming towards me and I can see he's like the glaze. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. And just as he gets past the curtain, he drops down to his knees and I catch him. And I'm like, John. And he's like, oh, fuck, I need, I need something to drink, bro. And I stood him up and he ate a, like a half a banana and he drank like this flat Pepsi I had he drank like half of this flat Pepsi. Right. And, and I hear the judge going, uh, competitor, you know, competitor 62, are you going to return to the stage? Right. And I put, turn him around and I fucking push him <laughs> onto the stage. And he like stumbles out and walks back and stands in line and goes and like hits a few more rounds and like you know, wins the show. But the fact that I saw that, before I competed made me prepared, prepared beyond the comprehension of most of the people I was facing. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Without question. I so love it's, that. it's no, it's no, it's no surprise that I, you know, did well out of the gate because I, 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 I went on stage understanding that like, that's what it took to win at that level. Right. Yeah. So at the highest level you were highest, at yet. So you yeah. were, <clears throat> yeah, locked in for that. I, th I mean, you pretty much know. I think the only thing I would add is uh, you're fatter than you think you are. <laughs> I mean, that is my that's my line for every competitor that ever gets ready for their first show, and probably their tenth for most people is you're fatter than you think you are. Pinch the back of your hand and then pinch your ass. And if they're not the same, keep dieting. Yeah, no, I mean it is. It's that simple. And I think at the l lower level. Everyone's waiting to see the, the the top five USA guy walk out, and he's probably not there unless he needs a quick qualification. That's not who you're competing against. Right. So be peeled. You know, um, <clears throat> I hate to say this, but uh, remember when CrossFit was really, really popular um, and bodybuilders hated it because it was so pathetic and these people don't know what they're doing and right, it's all this terrible stuff, right? and all that shit. <clears throat> well, what you had was top level bodybuilders watching my mom do CrossFit in a box and being surprised she was getting injured. Well, watch their best. Right. Those are bad motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. 
doing obscene things. And that is how I look at local level bodybuilding is too many of you guys are afraid to do your first show because you're thinking about Nick Walker. He's not doing your show. <laughs> you know, I mean, I yeah. won to give you an idea. So I won my first overall in 2008, um, straight first class and overall and nationals was, I don't know, four weeks later. I didn't do it because I knew I would get destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not, not, can't do it. No, destroyed at the next right. level. Complete waste of your time. Yeah, like there's no reason to get on an airplane. And I think that's where you guys kind of get confused. Is understand there is a huge jump, so don't be afraid to jump in that show, but definitely be peeled when you do it. Yeah. If you're peeled, you're gonna be just fine. I did. I placed in shows right from jump with barely any muscle because I was peeled. Yeah. Get ripped. You know, so be sliced and, and you'll be fine. Plus, you got to find out if you even like the fucking sport. That's the thing I hate about this sport is everyone's going to be a pro the moment they uh, start uh, bodybuilding, but they don't even know if they like bodybuilding. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's that happens with anything that gets popular. You know, a lot of people start doing it and then they're like, oh, shit, you know, I'm going to start skateboarding. And then they're like, oh, I don't like falling down 100 times a day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because when you're watching Barracks, you only see the successful. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see him come down on the uh, jumping off the stairs the 700 times before he yeah, sticks yeah. it. You know, they're on Instagram watching skate videos. <clears throat> I, I only say that because that's what I watch. I'm fascinated with those <laughs> fucking guys because I used to do it. And what I oh, what was good in the 90s is like, oh, so you started skating today? That's, that's not bad. Yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> there's, kids at, there's kids at my skate park here. That just they fucking board flip everything off everything and then they land land every time like they're good <laughs> fucking skaters. And yeah. I talked to this one skater the other day. I was like, I just I saw him land like 10 different flips in a row off these rails. And I just I said to him, I'm like, dude, you've been put I, I could tell you put in a million fucking reps because right. and he just looked at me. He laughed and, and I like I, I'll sit out there and see nobody land a thing for right. like an hour. Yep. <laughs> And then this guy comes out and lands like 20 out of 25 fucking, you know, crazy Absurd. things. Off yeah, and he's yeah. probably still uh, no one that no yeah, one's ever heard of. Yeah, just local dude, yeah. yeah. Local dude. Hey, what's up, guys? Scott here. I'm going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll get right back to the programming. If you're listening to this on iTunes, do us a favor. Leave us a good five-star review. That'll help other people to find our shows. Thank you for that. All right, so I'm going to shout out the joint supplements that they have available over at truenutrition.com today. I had a partial tear in my shoulder recently, and it was quite a scare because I thought I wasn't going to be able to continue lifting the way that I enjoy lifting. I don't want that to end, and thankfully, I'm not going to need surgery but I am going to need to take care of my joints. And this was a wake-up call for me. So I talked to Dante Trudell. It turns out there's only two supplements that will actually rebuild connective tissue. So the first one is hydrolyzed beef collagen. And they offer this through True Nutrition. It's not cheap. We're talking like $25.99 a pound. But listen, each scoop, you get 29 grams of high-quality, high-digesting protein. Plus, you're rebuilding your connective tissue. So you're using this as a supplement and you're using this as food so you can replace some of the protein powder you would have been drinking to offset the cost. I got the unflavored version and 
basically there's no taste to this stuff. I've been mostly using it either as an intro workout or I've been mixing it with my pre-workout. I had a little bit of crystal light and I am good to go. The second supplement that I'm using is a product called JFlex from True Nutrition. And the most important part of this is a supplement called UC2. That's undenatured type 2 cartilage. So with the beef collagen, you get type 1 and type 3. This provides type 2. So these things combined will give you the best chance of restoring connective tissue and keeping your connective tissue strong. Along with that, it also contains glucosamine, chondroitin, MSM, SAMe, you know, things that you would expect to find in a regular joint product. And you get boswala extract and curcumin, both of which are great for inflammation. So if you want to take care of your joints, check this stuff out. And you can use our code ADVICES. That'll get you a little bit of additional savings. And of course, that goes directly to help support our programming. I want to keep lifting the way I want to lift as long as possible. Okay. Uh, what is the biggest what the fuck moment of your career? Hmm. I'm just trying to think. <laughs> biggest what the fuck moment. That would mean I was like shocked and blown away with something. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, the first thing that came to mind was I had one placing that I was like, there's one year I didn't win. I got second, one of my seconds. And I was just like blown away. Right. And uh, it was just one of those things where like I, you know, I did everything I had to do and I thought I had the physique to win and, and I try to block people out, but I, I had one of those days where like, Jesus, fuck. Like, I think every guy in my class came up and congratulated me. That's the kiss of death. And uh, <laughs> and then I had I had a couple guys that were kind of like rivals, you know, because we faced each other all the time. Right. And um, and there was this one coach named Darren, and he coached a bunch of really great bodybuilders, like good guys that were always going to be a problem, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and Darren was really well loved in Canada. Here, uh, he actually unfortunately passed away years ago, uh, a few years ago. But Darren came up to me at the night show and he shook my hand and he goes, "I'm really glad that I got to be here to see you win this year." And he was like a really well respected coach, right? And I was like, "Oh fuck!" And so I just went into the night show and like I just had this feeling backstage, like people from other weight classes were looking at me and they're like, yeah. you know, and I was like. Stay, stay calm, stay calm, stay calm. But it was just overwhelming and it got into my head. Right. And I was like, this is it. Embrace it. Embrace it. Don't worry, Ron. Accept it. Like, I started like thinking positive. I'm like, why am I being so negative about this? This is fucking, maybe this is happening, you know? And I just had it got in my head and walked out on stage and they call top three and yeah, oh yeah, fucking go out there. And they call second place and they call my name. And I was just like, oh. I just had a moment where like, I had a moment where I was like, that's it. I got nothing left. I'm done. Right. <laughs> and um, I remember I had a lot of friends in the audience and stuff. And like, there were people like, like there were people like crying in the audience. And like, it was like, and then like the crowd, the crowd wasn't happy. And like, no disrespect the guy beat me or anything. Like, you know, he was shredded. He looked great. Um, but I just thought I had him cause like I was two sixty, and I think he was like two, you know, two twenty eight or something. Right. And, um, and, and I just remember the announcer, like the crowd response was, you know, yeah. controversial. And the, I remember the announcer said, hey, folks, I just read them. I don't write them. Right. <laughs> and I, That's and rough. I, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. I think that was like the if as far as what the fuck moments, and it's no one's, it's no one's fault. I guess it's my own fault, but right. it was a huge lesson. And I remember I like, I like, from the time I walked off the stage, to like, I don't know, the time I was standing out in the lobby talking to my girlfriend, I was convinced that I was done. Right. And then just and then I walked out into the lobby. I remember this now. This is another little story. And I was like crushed, like right. fucking I just had nothing. I was trying to keep like trying to keep my head up. Right. Because I was I felt I was felt humiliated, too. I was like, oh, my God. Right. And uh, I walked out and I, I talked to my girlfriend and um, and I was just like, holy fuck. I was so rattled. And Aceto was there. He just hadn't come and found me yet. Right. And I was just like, oh, my God. And then this kid walks up to me. And he and he goes and they're still doing like the overall still going on. Right. Like, you know what I mean? And um, Emily just returned from a five day road trip. <laughs> I am. So uh, so the, the show's still going on like they're about they're calling the overall out. Right. But this right. kid, this kid leaves the auditorium and he comes out and he goes, oh, I really want to get a picture with you before I like I didn't want you to leave without getting a photo with you. And I was like. I don't know, just something about that. I was like, oh fuck. So I took a photo <laughs> with him and uh and and I thought I thought, oh man, like, you know, that just really helped. I don't know, it did something. And then I was just kind of standing there and then they did the overall really quick. It was over like that. And um and Aceto was right next thing I know, Aceto was right in my face. And he right. just looks like shit. His hair is like fucking sideways. <laughs> and that's Typical. when he goes. And that's when he goes, he goes, I don't know. North Americans in two weeks. And I go, and I just, I didn't even mean to say yes, but I just go, yep. And he goes, okay, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I wish, I wish the people that are listening to this understood Chris, because it's so par. And then I looked at my girlfriend, and I go, I guess I'm doing North Americans in two weeks. And she goes, good. Right. And I was like, okay, it's, it's over. <laughs> you know? But that was just, that was just, you know. That was probably the only time. Every other time I got second, like I got I got second eight times at nationals. All of these, all of every single time I got second, I was like, you know what? I you could see that. why. Yeah, you could see why. I could see why. That other guy. Or you could at least understand an angle. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say, fuck, I thought I had him because of this, this, and this, but he had this and this. Right. I think or that's I, the big thing though, man, is and I wish more guys would do that. When you get done with your show and it doesn't go the way you think. Stop looking for why you should have won. Start looking why did they win. Look yeah, for so look for the reason so you can improve. Because that's the dumbest shit. I fucking hate I hate that post show. Let me put up my best shots yeah. to show you why. And the other thing, and this is actually something that I want to separately jam on, watch video. Yeah. Video is key. In 2013, um, I took fifth at North Americans and I was stunned. I was like, how the fuck? Like I was third for sure. And I know it sounds funny, but the top two were beating me. No question. I couldn't believe it. I'm better. I see the pictures. I'm better. Like I am not fifth. I watched one video. My breathing was terrible. And I go, oh, fifth place. Got it. Right. Yeah. I mean, immediate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was uh, one year I was like, uh, you know, I, I, I knew the other guy had harder glutes than me mm -hmm. and I was like, 
fuck, they love those glutes here in Canada. And I just fucking, you know, my glutes were tight and hard and I was shredded hamstrings and I was in good shape, but my glutes just weren't like his. Right. And then he had a great big thick back. Right. And then I beat him on like front lat spread, side chest, side try, ab thigh. Like, right. But, you know, hey, fuck, he had a bigger, thicker back and he had more striated glutes. So it was the area, it was a Ronnie Coleman day. Is what are you going to fucking do? Yep. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think that's key. I think it's key, you though. You, you nailed those. You, even deadness, though in buddy. your head, you could, you, that would be one of those situations where most guys would say, but math. But math, I beat him I on five shots. But it's, it's a look. That's not look. how it fucking works. And you have to see, you have to be there in person to really, really judge. And then, yep. and I said, hey, fuck, he was a big, huge, thick dude, man. You know, yeah. I, yep. I can't outshape everybody at that point in my life. Yeah, I can't you know? outshape anybody. So that's cool. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Good question. Good question. Um, <laughs> I'm getting so many music questions now. Well, you got to do it. Well, I'm if I, I, you know, I don't know. You have to do some of them. I like these. Nobody gives a uh, fuck about just, bodybuilding on it. It's just, just bodybuilding. Random, <laughs> random funny stuff. I know they're just trying to get us to talk about goofy shit, you know, when they ask. Right. Like this one is, uh, what's your favorite Bon Jovi song? Oh, my God. Let's see. <laughs> oh, that one's You're, easy for me. What is it? Oh, no, you got to go first. I'm asking. Well, well, shit! You're just killing. How about this? I'm I'm going into my uh, into my playlists because I actually have Bon Jovi playlists here. Ooh, I mean, it depends on how emotional I want to be. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right, do I want right. to go with "I'll Be There for You"? I mean, I, I'm not ready. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with "Wanted Dead or Alive." That's the best Bon Jovi song. I could. That song is the fucking. That's that's one of the all time playlist road trip fucking airport fucking away from home. <laughs> that song is on every single playlist I've ever made, I think, where there's any sort of like, you know, I'm on, you know, yeah, I'm <laughs> off on my own, you know, all that stuff. That's fucking classic. Yeah, I knew I threw you off on the uh, on the I'll be there for you, though. That's a that's a soft ballad for them. That's great. And then my second favorite Bon Jovi song is actually a John Bon Jovi song. It's not actually the band. Yes. It's just John himself. And it's when he did Blaze of Glory for the Young Gun soundtrack. (laughs) Only Ron breaks it down that far. Oh, yeah. "Uh, uh." (laughs) Blaze of Glory. Oh, yeah. I think these music questions are twofold. They want your answer and they want to prove I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, you remember Young Guns, right? Charlie oh, Sheen, Emilio yes. Estevez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those were the days. Okay, you go ahead. I like your questions better. <laughs> <laughs> I like when they're random. Okay, here we go. Uh, boring, 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 boring. Can Ron talk about when he met Victor Richards? Oh, yeah. Okay. So that, that was uh like how I asked questions that I want the answer to. <laughs> that was that. So I had I had just got to Australia and I had a work visa and I had just been there like a couple of weeks. And um, you know, I'd have been training at a gym called Archer's Gym, which was like a legendary hardcore fucking like it was just off the charts that place. And uh I was training there and I was only there for like a couple of weeks. 
and I kind of getting to know a few guys and I'd met my buddy, John, and I was kind of making, no, I hadn't met John yet. I'd seen him in the gym and I was like, fuck that guy's a monster, but he right. would just come in and train and not talk to anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. And he had the biggest legs I think I'd ever seen on like any, you know, a non Olympia competitor. Right. I was like, Jesus, fuck. Anyway, so I'd seen him around and I'd seen all the characters and I'd met a few of the, you know, it, it was one of those gyms where everybody was a character. Right. right? <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and everyone started saying, Hey, are you coming down to Brisbane this weekend for the show? And it was about an hour drive to Brisbane from the Gold right. Coast. And I was like, Oh, fuck, I should go to a bodybuilding show. It might be a good place to meet some chicks, right? Yeah. You know? Not to- care about that but yes no no but you know i mean it's always gonna be fun i'll make some friends meet some you know maybe meet some girls like fuck i'll go down to brisbane so we uh we caught a ride down with these other guys that were going and um just putzing around they had a little bit of an expo there and they had like a buffet at the expo i was like oh they know how to do shows yeah like fucking you know (laughs) like food like real food you know and um anyways i'm i'm at the back and uh that Big John comes over to me and we start talking and he's like, hey, you're the Canadian guy from the gym. And we start chatting. So we kind of made friends there. And then he goes, hey, uh, I'm actually driving Victor around because Victor Richards was guest posing. Right. And I didn't know Victor Richards was guest posing. So I literally get there and I see him on the poster. That's how you like, found out. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Like no one in the car mentioned it because they had already talked about it a bunch of times. Right. Yeah. For, for the 12 weeks leading into the show that they yeah. knew he was there. I just didn't know. So I was like, holy shit, because he was like, you know, he's like a mythical f- phenomenon at that point in time. He's a unicorn. He's a unicorn, <laughs> right? And uh, so I'm like, holy shit, it's going to be awesome. And John goes, oh, hey, I'm kind of, I'm driving Victor around and like taking care of him. So, you know, come hang out, come to the table and I'll introduce you and blah, 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 you know? So I got to kind of stand with Victor for a bit and talk to him for a little bit. And he was this like super nice guy. And, and I just remember thinking like, oh yeah, he's a, he is the biggest dude I've ever seen in my life. Like, right. That's the most muscular human being. I can't imagine anyone having any more muscle on their frame than this. This is like the the farthest end of the cartoon spectrum that I can comprehend at this point in my life. And then, but he's only like five seven, so even though his muscles are like super round, he's not a huge guy. Right. He walks out on stage, and he looks like he's three hundred and fifty pounds. Like he. He's probably 290 to 300 at 5'7". Right. And he looked way more retarded, just un, like the 3D and the bubbles on his chest and just the, he was like a big balloon Michelin man. He was so fucking huge. Still one of the roundest, biggest guys I've ever seen in my whole life. And in pretty good shape, guest posing at 300 pounds. Right. And um, yeah, he just like walked around and had sunglasses on. I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wear sunglasses. I think he even had boots on too. That sounds it's like, like I've seen pictures, so that, I think yeah. that might have been his thing. He wore the sunglasses and the kind of the, the Harley boots or whatever he had on. And um, and then it was funny because um, I moved in with John like a month later. Right. And I remember I asked him, I'm like, hey, what was hanging out with Victor like? And he's like, oh, he's cool. He just wanted to, he just kept wanting to go to all these different clubs. Like he wanted a club hop. Right. Like he wanted to go to all these, we'd look around and be like, oh, let's go check out another club. So John took him to like four different clubs that night, I guess. And he's like, I spent 10 hours with him. He ate one little meat pie from a street vendor. 
<laughs> You're expecting him to be gorging all the time. Yeah, and, and this was back in the days like John would have like meals and shakes in a cooler. Right. And he's like going to the car and eating like a meal and going back in the club. And Victor's like, I'm good. And I'm bigger than you and better yeah. than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny. The genetic game, ladies and gentlemen. The genetic it's, game. Yes. <laughs> That's gold. You're up, dude. I'm Don't up. be slacking on me. I'm up. Um, <laughs> I, got, I got so many music ones, man. I don't, I don't want this to go off the rails. Um, pick one band that's no longer together, dead or alive, to reunite for a new record. You, you can bring them back to life, huh? <laughs> yeah, dead or alive. Oh, God. Come on, Ron. I mean, you know I just depend on you on these to inspire me right out the gate. We got a chance for one more Nirvana record. I'd say that's what we could do. That's so funny because I, I, was, I was thinking of that just because that's one of the few I know. Um, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go way older just because okay. uh, this, will, this will throw you off. But uh, I'd bring the Beatles back. Ah. I'd bring the Beatles back. I imagine with how fucked up our world is now, they could really give me some good shit. And they do a double album. <laughs> like they always do, like do my double first album. double album ever was. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when they used to fold it? You'd open and open like with a CD. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that stuff. That's, you know, that's what I miss. The, that's what I that's what I miss the most. And I mean, I'm not going to bitch about how it used to be and all that stuff. But I think that that's like something that was a lot of fun that people don't get to do anymore. Was oh, like for the, sure. the album art, the, the liner notes, reading all the lyrics. Like oh, no, I, we used to, I, sit, I used to love that. You know, yeah, it was a big thing the, when you went and got a new a new record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> wanted to absorb the whole record, right? You know, it's yeah. like you're just like, oh, these guys did these ten songs. Like I want to hear all ten and read all the lyrics and see what they're about. And you know, yeah. and now you, just about, when's the last you know? time you actually, you know, the the last full album I bought was uh, Eminem's most recent, and it was just because it's him. And right. if he puts out a record to tell someone to go fuck themselves, I want to hear every word of it. Right. But, uh, <laughs> right, right, right. But other than that, it's the three songs I'm told that I'm supposed to like, and I may not even listen to the other ones. Right. <laughs> and back in the day, you bought it, so you had it. If it was the tape days, you really fucking had it. So you better just figure, learn them all. <laughs> you know what? One thing I like to do, here's a little recommendation. Just if you're in the mood to change it up a bit, is on Spotify. There'll be like um, deep cuts playlists. Right. So, you know, let's say you type in Metallica and you get, you know, the Metallica main page with all their albums, you know, yeah. and then you got this and that. Or if you're on Apple Music, same thing on Apple Music, you get all their music. Yeah. But if you go to the bottom, there'll be like bands that they were influenced by. And there'll yes. be a bunch of albums and then there'll be bands that they influenced and there'll be a bunch of albums. Yep. So you can kind of like get a feel for some other music there sometimes. Or maybe you've heard of a band. You're like, oh, I didn't know that they were kind of related to Metallica. Right. Like maybe I'll, I'll give them a quick listen. So I'll put a song on once in a while. But then there'll be there'll be like Metallica Essentials and yep. it'll be all their it'll be all their hits. And then there'll be Metallica Deep Cuts. And that's like the B sides and the stuff that never gets on the radio right. that you that's forgot awesome. about. Yeah. yeah. So maybe if you haven't listened to an album for 20 years, you put on that and you hear like a song from, and you're like, oh, fuck. 
Yeah. Right. So I like that. That's what I do sometimes. That's cool. That's classic. Yeah. I do the same on, on two. Cause right now I don't, I don't really like music that's current. I'm that old guy now that prefers yeah. the other stuff. So I'll go back and say, I hear, I mean, like the other day I was driving and, uh, I don't even know how it happened, but a Bush song came on. Oh yeah. So I was like, I, and I was like, fuck yeah, they were so good. But I scrolled down and I just started hitting all of them that were like them. You forget, I forgot about a hundred bands. <laughs> oh yeah. That, that, well, that era was so crazy. There were so many bands popping up with albums. Yeah. But and they were, and they were all awesome. Yeah. And you're like, God, I haven't heard this song since then. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, so you, my, my, thankfully in this day and age, it's just one click away from becoming mine forever. Yeah. Every time I'm like, I forgot the song download download <laughs> yeah. every no, single one i know it's so convenient mm -hmm. now it's unbelievable all right let's hey, see here. Boom, go boom, ahead boom, boom, boom. who gives a shit who gives a shit <laughs> all right this is this is opinion but i like it uh how does nick walker compare to the new york pro lineup with the physique he brought to the north americans well nick has all the muscle in the world um yep. and he was he was he was very lean, but he wasn't he wasn't peeled like the guys in the New York Pro were, right. were peeled. He there's still a level of graininess he can get to. He's very like it's a couple pounds. Yeah. Isn't it like if he was a couple pounds lighter, there would have been like what fibers in like. You know what? I use the word crisp. Crisp. For, just a, for just like, a bit of a look. He'll, just, he'll, it's, just a, it's a it's a it's a minor, minor thing. And I think it's something when you have that much muscle, um, you have to have the balls to go for it. Yeah, and he'll do it probably. And I mean, they're they know what they're doing. They're probably going to make sure that that's the focus for the next show, right? Do you um, think he should compete soon? Um, well, assuming I was healthy. Yeah, assuming it's healthy and feels great and has nothing wrong with them, then then yeah, that would totally depend on it. What's the next show? It's coming up right away, the isn't Cal, it? Cal this weekend. Yeah, yeah, the Cal. Yeah. yeah, and it's being held in Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love this is our sport now. The New York Pro in Tampa. Yeah, well, it's like all the in teams Vegas. are in one city playing playing sports, right? Yep. Um, but yeah, so uh, um, I mean, he could hop in that, but I would I would make sure he only hops in it if he feels a hundred percent like he can be better. Right. Um, but I mean, like the future, you know, that guy's so young and he's got all the muscle that he needs for a while. <laughs> and uh you know he's he was in great shape i mean he posted a back double from his hotel room i think yeah and um so he looked harder there than he did on stage i have a feeling though that the stage light wasn't too friendly to anyone because it was a tent and there was a lot of natural sunlight getting in there yeah no that's, so I, I noticed that from both shows i felt like the lighting was weaker than usual yeah i sort of feel like no one really looked their best at that show um, right just judging by how lighting affects people, you know, you want that black room with a black background like we talked about and they didn't have that. Yeah. Might as well have all been white at that point. No, yeah. I, I agree. I think, um, I think it really just depends on your mindset, uh, when you should compete also. Uh, sometimes it's good to just be a winner for a minute. That's exactly it. Sometimes it's good to train for six, eight months as a winner. Yeah. Like because if you go, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't feel like uh, I feel like there's things to lose also. Like you don't want to go there and get ninth. And I don't think yeah. you would. Don't get me wrong. But this year is also different because there's a lack of shows. So the shows are deeper. Yeah. If you think about last year's shows like 
they didn't have eight guys that could be winning the New York Pro. I, I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's great for business too yep. to do what Hunter just did, where he turns pro and then does content as a new pro for like a whole year. Yep. Right? And he's a champion. And he can like literally have the trophy in every video with him if he wants. Yeah. I am still the champ the whole yeah, time. The whole time. Like, yep. yeah, the whole time in every video, I'm the champ. It's a champ coming at you again. It's a guy that just won a show coming at you again. Like that sort of thing. Like, what do you not think just about mentally, this? I mean, but, se- separate subject, but kind of the same. Um, that I miss uh, from when we were first in bodybuilding is I liked when guys would just keep going. Like they'd win the New York Pro and then do the show a week later. Like now I, I don't really understand like I do and I don't like there's a reason back in the day they would hit all of them. There's a reason the shows were deeper because Flex Wheeler, Ronnie Coleman, Kevin Lavroni, Chris Cormier did all of them back to yeah. back to back. Nowadays you, mean, you yeah. do one show, you get your qualification and you bounce. And it's like, to me, I, I miss as a fan knowing like, no, they're going to go to battle again. And, and Ian can come back and like, for example, this weekend, there, you know, a lot of people talking shit. I would, and I know he won't, and I'm not suggesting he should, but it would be fun as a fan for Ian to come back a week and slam the fucking door. Yeah, that would be win. great, too. So you know? so here's a question there. If if Ian, let's say Ian came and won the Cal, yeah. um, they shuffle that qualification down to second place, don't they? I don't know if they do. Uh, See, that's I think the thing. they do. do you- but if they don't, who gives – I got and this is where it gets tricky because I've I have seen with my own two eyes. I don't care what he says, and since I don't compete anymore, I can say this out loud. Uh, I've seen guys who should have got second win because they needed him to get the qualification. Well, that's what I'm asking. I'm asking if if you think that like if there's a risk a to go do that. Yeah, and there's it would a deterrent. be like like are they going to let me win four shows in a row like Mike Francois did in his first year as a pro? Just yeah. fucking smash, smash, Arnold, smash, go to the Olympia, get seventh. Yeah, you know that's yeah. a year. That's a good year. He put like. What, 150 grand in his pocket that year from yeah, just winning all those shows. That's the other shows. thing that I like too is I, I think that that's the other factor that gets missed now is like I think there's a certain value in saying, right, is Ian a top five Olympia guy right now? My answer is no. So I'd rather see him be a champion on that second tier, and he's a top of the second tier. Oh yeah, he's you know he's, and moving and up. He yeah. will be in the first tier in a year. So it's like smash the next two shows in the, you know, in the North, in North America, maybe win, maybe get second and then disappear and come back next year at the Arnold or what, what's the, what was the paycheck for the New York pro? I don't know. I'm guessing like 10 plus the ring. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, but it, it, but it's also about winning shows. Guys are never going to pull a Lavroni anymore with 30 some odd wins if we're doing one show. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, the top, you know how top three used to qualify for the Olympia? Yeah. That used to drive so many guys to compete. Yep. It's like, fuck, if I can just land a third, I can go to the O. Right. So guys would be just like kicking and scraping and showing up peeled, just desperately trying to get top three. And I think that it, it almost kind of, to me, may have hurt how things work when they made it winner only goes to the O. I agree. 
that would drop off a lot of motivation for a guy who's maybe a fourth place guy at his last show. It's like, right. well, fuck. I was fourth at my last show and these six guys are going. But if he's thinking I was fourth at my last show, these six guys are going and I only need third. Maybe I can get third. Right. I don't know. I'm just I trying agree. to think. No, no, I agree for sure. And I also think the point system sounds cool on paper because you're thinking everyone's keeping track. We're not. Right. I don't like I don't know who has what points until and the guy who's in the mix knows and he tells me and I'm like, oh, OK, so you are right there. Like I had no idea. I think Ian had said in one of the shows that he'll need like a third to definitely go to the Olympia. Right. Points. Um, it's not exciting as a fan. And I'll be honest with you, like I know like the, the last year before they did the change, there were 18 guys at the Olympia. And I think they were trying to. They were saying the Olympia was watered down a little bit. As a fan, I never felt that way. No, I, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, I remember there used to always be like almost 20 guys in the O. Yeah, it never bothered uh-huh. me. And I realized, like, I love when people say, wow, well, that's, that guy's not on that level. He's number 18 in the entire world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it like that. And he doesn't suck so much. I don't yeah, care yeah. that Phil Heath can smoke his ass any other day a week on twice on Sunday. 18th on the planet. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's funny. Like, oh, you took last at the Olympia. Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. After I qualified <laughs> for it. Yeah. By beating other phenomenal professional athletes. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I would like to see that come back. And I, and I think you're right. I would love to see them. You have to be willing to admit that your move to make things better didn't work. Yeah. And I think that that's a place that the IFBB does not do right now. Like, I can tell you, I go as a fan and watch the shows. Um, I don't mind seeing 18 guys do the Olympia. No, I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. You know. And there's, there's a lot they could do if they're worried about time. There's a lot they could do to speed up the show, the night show, that mm-hmm. nobody in the crowd gives a fuck about. Oh, God, there's so much noise. Like all the stuff they do that, like, I understand you're trying to have a like a real like a show, you know, a show. But n- no one really cares about like I. OK, let's do one lifetime achievement award because that's awesome. Yeah. And it's cool to like I love seeing a, them give someone like an awesome award for being, you know, fantastic for decades. Lifetime achievement award. I get it. You got to please the sponsors. Let's do supplement of the year or something, whatever. Yeah, and then that's it. No speeches. Keep it just fucking <laughs> like. Well, you know the sponsors, I mean? but the sponsors, e- even you, if you own the supplement company, you want the trophy and you want to be able to advertise that you were the protein of the year. Mm-hmm. You, you can mail you that shit. Yeah, you don't care. You don't. I know. I know. And and no one in the crowd goes, oh, mutant isolate is the best. Okay, well, I'm gonna go buy that tomorrow. No, I know. I'm I know. watching the show going. Okay, I'm starving. I really hope remember they when they sing rolling. Remember when they used to do like all the nominations for all the bodybuilding.com yes. nominate and they'd show all the nominations and then they'd show the winner like holy fuck. Even even at the Arnold when they do all the cool like they do a really cool show where people come out and do like wild things. It's awesome to watch. I just wanted to get back to the point. Yeah. I, I view it almost like if I'm watching a movie and we're just getting into that final 30 minutes. Don't interrupt me with some cool shit that has nothing to do with my fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, so I have to watch this episode thing and, right now. <laughs> and I'll tell you, I'll tell you another thing. The athletes want it to move faster too. Yeah, they're very happy to get out of there an hour earlier. Yep. 
for sure. So, okay, I got one here for you. Describe the origin of your friendship with Dusty Hanshaw. Wow, God, the origin. Well, shit, we we knew each other for years from Expos. So, but what's I've the told, origin? <laughs> well, I've told I've told this story before. I think the first time I actually met you, mm-hmm. I was I gave you condolences for your dog passing away. That, well, no wonder we're bonded for life. I think I I can't which 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 dog was that again? Oh, uh, that would have been Molly. The, Molly, the, yes. Molly got sick suddenly and and yeah. passed away. Yeah. Yep. And I saw you at an expo, and I I remember I was like, oh, there's Dusty, and I I I knew who you were, and I'd like you know we hadn't met, we hadn't really talked, I don't think. Right. But I was like, oh, it's Dusty, and all of a sudden we were like face to face. And I was just like, hey, Dusty. And you were like, hey. And you knew who I was. And it was funny. I didn't have anything else to say to you. I was like, hey, I'm really sorry about your dog. Right. And then you, and then you, you looked. You almost gave me a look like, oh, I fucking barely know you, man. You need to bring up my dog. <laughs> you like, go here right now? <laughs> I just, you know, it was just one of those things. And I just kind of laughed after. And I was like, oh, that was idiotic. <laughs> Why the fuck but, did I but, say that to him? <laughs> That's funny though because I'm sure his fucking friend. Why would I can condolences on his dog? He doesn't want to hear that from me. What kind of bullshit was that? It was funny. <laughs> Chewed myself up for that one. What the fuck, it, it, Ron? What the fuck are you thinking? St- <laughs> you might as well have said something else weird to him too, like, "Oh, your wife's got a nice ass." It's like, <laughs> what? Dude, I, I have to tell you this story because it's it's on subject but off. So, um, and people relax. People get really uneasy if you talk about death. I don't have a thing with death, okay? So so my dad commits suicide in 2008, and uh, December, okay? So I get back to the gym on, I don't know, December 28th, and this girl goes to me, hey, so how was your first Christmas with your dad, Dad? <laughs> I was like, do you want a do-over? I laughed because I was like, I have always known you were stupid, but right. <laughs> it was, it was one of those things. Like, I told that story like 10 times that day because I thought it was the funniest thing because it was the dumbest shit I had ever experienced in my life. I was like, that's what you're going to go with. That's so that's I'm so fully ready to yeah. give you a do over where I can actually walk backwards to the door. Right. We could start. Come this back over. In. <laughs> Pretend this never happened. Mine's it was not, so funny. Mine's not as bad, but I did have someone do the same gaffe. And it was like, you know, th- like two and a half months after my mom passed away. Uh-huh. This one, there's someone I can't remember who the fuck it was. That's the funny part about it. So I just remember the incident. And now looking back, I, yeah, I, I don't remember who the fuck said it to me. That's the funny thing. Like, I can't even, but they go, hey, so how was your first Christmas without your mom? And I was like, well, kind of a bummer for everybody, I guess. <laughs> what are you supposed to say? I'll be honest, it's so much better because I always hated her green bean casserole. Oh, that <laughs> nagging. Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to say? <laughs> I had to eat that shit just because she claimed it was famous. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, what are you supposed to say? You know, and I, I like I just remember saying, oh, I guess it was kind of a bummer for everybody. <laughs> and then you walk away. You're like, who asks? That? I just, I could have yeah. said, how was Christmas? Yeah. How was Christmas? 
How was your first Christmas since your mom passed away? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I, I can't I point this out for listeners that I'm not a morbid person, but I just find it oh. funnier when someone is so far off. <laughs> so see, Ron, Molly yeah, was actually a good thing because actually to me, truthfully, that tells me when people are connected. Like when people know shit about your dogs or your whatever, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like – and you're not always truthfully though you're not always prepared for it but it's not it is actually like oh that's awesome you know because i've had people i had a lot of people uh after zoe had died at the olympia that year um yeah were awesome and it was like you know and you're, you're just so like, i wasn't the only fucking moron that walked up to <laughs> oh it's good shit oh god okay let me see i want to see if i have one more that's worth uh the end here dun 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 Okay, this is a good one. <clears throat> and we've kind of done this before, but because they keep asking, let's do it anyway. A lesson or skill you learned from bodybuilding that's helped in business and life in general. That's so fucking easy. Repetition. Yep. It's, uh, it, it, it's funny how many areas of my life that just is the solution to the problem. Yep. Let's do it. Do it again. Do it again. Try it again. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Repetition. Um, relentless repetition, I guess. Like, you know, so many people quit something after one, two, three, four times. Right. Right. And um, but you have to realize that, like, man, like it takes hundreds and hundreds of times to get certain things right. Right. And, um, bodybuilding teaches you that, you know, like I'm still searching for the perfect set. Right. You know, 30 years in, I still grab the bar. And I think, okay, I, I want this set to be perfect. And then when the set's over with, I'm like, that was pretty good. Right. But, you know, I fucking, I kind of pushed with my pinky on that one rep. And I felt my, and, and, you know, I didn't, I felt my one pec not quite as engaged as the other. And my one shoulder was a little sore on that last, you know, like there's, it's just, that's how my brain is. Right. But, uh, you know, every once in a while you'll get a set where you're like, you know, like that, like surfing a wave. It's so funny. The whole time doing this, I'm like, I, am I going to bring him up again? Am I, am I going to point break right now? Yeah, you're going to point break. It's like, you know, you, the odd set where it's like a euphoric feeling after the set where I'm like, I, 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 I literally gave everything I had mm-hmm. and I executed perfectly. And that was right. like a great set. But I wonder if I can get a better set one day. Right. <laughs> well, you know? What you said is key, though, is it's that repetition of perfection on the um on the little tiny things that creates the big thing yeah um and i think that that's that would be my similar thing is uh when you're bodybuilding it's every detail like when you're really on i mean we are talking every detail uh i don't eat 201 grams of rice right i have 200 yeah. You know what I mean? Or 300 yeah. or whatever I'm told to have. It's exact. Yeah. Um, and those little details, they sound minute. If it was 305, is it going to be a difference? No. But yes. Um, and so I have the same feeling, though. Like, so when and I am terrible because I'm a judgmental asshole. But uh, I notice this when I go into businesses. I'll go in the bathroom. My bathroom's dirty. This place isn't doing that well. Right. Because I it would like that's the details. And I assume in other areas of life, if every single detail is on point, 
you're doing as good as you can. And I think that's the magic is it. I, I will never be Phil Heath or, or even Ian, not even close. But if I'm covering every single detail, my business, business, bodybuilding, whatever, is the best it's going to be. And I think too many people say that doesn't matter. Skip it. No, it's how I like that. I go back to how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I, 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 I feel the same. Um, are we going to wrap up? I had one more thing yeah. I was going to say. Go oh, do your do your one thing. Yeah. So I'm not going to bring up my bike. But I'm going to encourage everyone to do something they're bad at. And the reason I say that, like learn some try to learn something new. Trying to learn mm-hmm. something new. I am I'm experiencing like a lot of mental and also obviously physical things, learning this new skill, working on right. this new skill. And I think it's been Im- immensely beneficial for my mindset, my how I feel during the day. You know, they say reading is good for your brain, learning a new coordinated activity is good for your brain, you know, all that stuff, kind of brain training, getting things firing in different ways. Yeah. Um Doing something that you've never done before, learning a new skill, whether it be playing an instrument, reading a book even, or doing like what I'm doing, just fucking around. Um, I think it's been really good for me because I I just feel really like, I don't know, I feel like a little bit clearer headed, a little bit more efficient with my time. Um, You know, it's managing another thing into my days actually given me like a little bit even more structure than I had before. Right. And and I think that, you know, as a bodybuilders, we get really obsessed with what we're doing. Yep. Um, and, you know, I'll see like on Instagram, I'll see like, oh, he also plays guitar or he also does this or he also does that. I think it's important for us to have something that we do. Right. Like, so, you know, if I, I mean, I went through huge periods in my life where I didn't have a hobby. Yeah. And um, then, you know, a guitar playing was something I've always done periodically here and there in spurts. But right. I think it's really good for you to do something. I don't yeah. know. Pick something. No, I, I, I dig that. I do because I had somebody ask me that in my Q and A the other day. Like, what are your? What's another hobby? And I kind of laugh. I'm like, I don't have one. And it's not right. right. And I hate when someone says, "Well, I don't have time," because I do have time. Like, I I keep myself occupied with business and things like that. There's absolutely time. And what you're saying and just thinking about it, because when someone asks, I'm kind of like, this is all I do. <laughs> Like, I right. should probably be slightly more well-rounded than the fitness industry and or business. That's it. You know, right. Right. And like you said, it's also it's fun. I mean, fuck, like that gives you a little although you're focusing on something, it's not on the same three things that you're so obsessed about. Uh, you know, it's some. it's like they say, if you're having a hard time with something, walk away from it. Right. Come back. Yeah. And, yeah you're walking away not that you're even having a hard time with other things, but you're walking away from those things and coming back with focus, skill, whatever. Right, or in right, my right. case, it's like, well, don't forget Dusty, you're still good at this. Cause you suck at riding bikes. <laughs> no, but, but also, it, it also like just a different way of thinking your hobby could be a business venture, yep. like just a, 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 a way that you haven't been using your brain something new for your brain. I don't know, whatever. It could be fucking anything. I'm sure it's going to be beneficial, but I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. So that's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's good for you. They say even listening to music that you don't normally listen to does stuff to your brain. Like there's all sorts of cool things. And you know, maybe I'm uh, worried I fried it a bit too much and I'm trying to be nice to it now. 
That's nice. Add mushrooms. You'll be fine. Um, oh, oh, again with the mushrooms. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone asked, someone asked when Dusty and I are going to do a podcast on shrooms. Wow. Apparently, apparently Joe Rogan and Post Malone took mushrooms before their podcast, which I've watched. It's quite interesting. <laughs> I think it's time. All right. Monday it is. <laughs> Sorry for our guest who's about to have a hell of an experience. <laughs> right, right. Man, never know. He might be into it. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably let him know that we're sending some his way. Yeah, There's yeah, There's going to yeah. be a package at your door that weighs exactly three and a half ounces. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a lot of mushrooms. <laughs> okay. Thanks, buddy. Um, uh, thanks for all the questions. Thanks for all the um, comments, shares, likes, everything. You know, you guys make the show, and uh, that's why we're here. we got a great guest next week. So keep your eyes peeled. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, anything to leave them with, Dusty? Big Ron 20 on the That's I Am right. Mutant website. Exactly. Keep those rolling, Dusty 20. And, uh, and, and hey, by the time you guys see this, the big sale that we just had is over. So you're fucked. Yeah, but use a code. <laughs> yes. Till next okay. time, man. It's just bodybuilding. <laughs>